Hello, and welcome to the Soulful Sage podcast. I am your host, Jess Palmer, a Reiki master, intuitive healer, and essential oil alchemist. This is an unedited, raw, holistic lifestyle podcast that will explore the many depths of the mind, body, and spirit. Hello, hello, happy 2019, friends. I'm a little late to the party, as you can see, as it's uh, the third week in January. I'm just coming out with an episode, but we'll get into that today about mental health and this time of year and all that. But I want to continue with the current favorites as an intro to each episode, so I hope you enjoy uh, me sharing some of the things I've really been digging. So yeah, so for essential oils, y'all know I love essential oils. I make essential oil roll-ons and essential oil herbal vegan soaps where you can find at scorpionsage.com forward slash shop. And currently my favorite essential oil is vetiver. That is V-E-T-I-V-E-R, vetiver. I love this oil. This is a resin-based oil, I believe. It is very sticky, almost like maple syrup, and I always need a pipette, which if you don't know what that is, it's like, it's like where you, you know, it's almost like a dropper, right? Like you absorb oil by, you know, squeezing it and then, you know, releasing it and it sucks in the oil. So that's like a pipette. So what you do is you stick the pipette through the Euro dropper of the essential oil bottle and you just add some air to it, which helps bring out the oil. But again, it drips out like maple syrup. It is so sticky. If you get it on your skin, it is stickier than maple syrup. And you will smell it all day long. Now, for some, they don't want to smell like a tree all day. But me, I find it very grounding. It's very uh, emotional. It has a lot of emotional healing properties, which I enjoy. My first experience with vetiver was actually at a restorative yoga class at a local um, yoga studio I go to here and it was weird I was in a position I was in a certain pose and my back was very stiff that day and you know the yoga instructor came around and had us basically smell vetiver and seriously within like seconds of smelling it my back cracked and it felt so good and I felt instantly grounded so That's become a very popular addition to many of the blends and soaps I make because I find that many people who come to me are coming to me for, you know, grounding, stress relief, anxiety relief, all that. So if you go to scorpionsage.com forward slash shop, you'll see that I have um, an array of different blends you can choose from, Um, mood support, zen, immunity, all of that good stuff. So yeah. Vetiver has been a current favorite of mine, and I highly recommend it 1 million percent. Another favorite has been the Shea Moisture Raw Shea Butter Hydrating Lotion. A friend of mine gave me um, their bottle because I just love the smell so much, and I believe I have it here with me. Yes, it's with frankincense and myrrh. And if you don't know, frankincense and myrrh is a blend of oils that will forever be my favorite. It's very healing, it's very uplifting, and it's very grounding, and I just love their products. I think 
Shea Moisture is such an amazing company. They're a bee company. Um, they're cruelty-free. And when I switched from, you know, the typical drugstore products to more natural, more mindful products, I went directly to Shea Moisture. I think they have such a broad line of products for hair, skin, everything. Like, it, it's just... Their African black soap is amazing. Their hair masks are great. I just highly recommend that company. And like I said, their raw shea butter hydrating lotion for this time of year is like 12 out of 10. So definitely go pick yourself up some of that. And yeah, this next favorite I think you'll find humorous because I know I did. So uh, I didn't know that 7-Eleven produces their own vegan, gluten-free, non-GMO, organic, cold-pressed juices, and they actually come in glass bottles, not even plastic. You can buy a six-pack variety on Amazon for 30 bucks with Prime, and that's six juices. That's almost like a, a day or two of, like, juice, juice fasting, if you will. Like, I did a whole day, almost a whole day, I won't lie. I did half the day, um, of just juice, ju- juices, if I can speak, <laughs> And I really like the taste of them. They're very smooth, very fresh, very revitalizing. And yeah, I was just shocked that 7-Eleven produced such great quality cold-pressed juices. Just so, so random. But their green juice, oh my god, it has cucumber and mint. And it's just, it's so, it's not so sweet. It's, it has like the perfect amount of sweetness with like this underlying mint and the cucumber is so cooling and refreshing that I literally feel like I'm giving my body so many nutrients by drinking these juices. I'm telling you, it's crazy. And go 7-Eleven, man, you know, like for a convenience store to produce such like a good product, like good for them. Okay, so my final favorite has been a crystal and that is carnelian. Carnelian works with the lower chakras. It's great for motivation and confidence, which I've needed during these darker months. Um, I definitely find that during this time of year, I lean towards the lower chakra crystals like citrine and carnelian and like jasper and bloodstone and all of those because I need that extra grounding. I need that extra motivation and nurturing and bring me back into my power because I don't know about you, but this time of year has always been difficult for me. I suffer from seasonal depression, anxiety, and a mood disorder. And I mean, I suffer from like regular depression, but it's just seasonal depression for me comes on very heavy. You know, crying and and being angry and frustrated and taking it out on my loved ones, taking it out on myself, not treating myself right, ignoring my routines. All the things I should I should be doing to respect my boundaries, I'm not. I'm not respecting my body. It's just, I find that the holidays, like, launch me into this place where I just can't get a hold on life. And recently, I've connected with a lot of you guys on Instagram, and we've been talking about mental health. And I'm happy to get the conversation going because it's something that needs to be discussed. And I'm not afraid to talk about my own struggles. And if you are here and you're like, I don't want to hear about what you're going through, well, I'm sorry, but this is the best way for me to connect with others because how else can I connect with you if I don't share my story too? And if you want to share your story with me, 
you can absolutely email me at hello at scorpioandsage.com and I would gladly listen to you, offer any advice I can, and hold space for you. But yeah, so I asked on Instagram if there were any questions you guys had uh, that you wanted me to discuss on today's episode. Also in the Divine Healing Circle, my free woman's Facebook group, I also asked the same thing and got um, a few questions. So one of the questions I got was how to better cope this time of year. You know, how can you better manage seasonal depression? How can you sort of get back to a proper mindset? And honestly, this is something I'm learning as well. This is something I'm sort of playing around with. And so far, this is what I've come up with. A good friend of mine told me that no matter how cold it is outside, if the sun is shining, she goes out and she closes her eyes and stands in the sunlight and soaks up the rays of the sun. And, you know, I hate the cold. I hate the cold. I I don't like winter. I would much rather live in Hawaii or Arizona or Florida um, than ugh, New England. I just, the cold really gets to me. But at the same time, you know, I live in New England, so I got to kind of figure it out. So I've been trying to do this as well. Ever since she had said that to me, I was like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to just stand out and absorb father son and let me tell you I definitely think that makes a difference because a lot of us get sad this time of year because the sun's not out as much it's more gray and overcast and not as warm and inviting as the sun uh you know makes us feel so getting sunlight any way you can even sunbathing in your room I have the sun come through my window at certain angles through the day and sometimes I'll sit on my floor and just absorb the sun that way too Taking in vitamin D any way you can this time of year is really going to help support a more positive mood. And, you know, that does lead me to taking, like, to suggest that you take vitamin D. If you don't, uh, go definitely get your levels tested by your doctor. But I always tend to have low vitamin D. Uh, I've been prescribed the really high doses. Like, it's like you take one pill once a week for three months, and it's like 20,000 units of vitamin d like so crazy shit but taking like a thousand is pretty much what i do every day i try to anyway uh i definitely suggest moving because this time of year you get more um you know you get more stiff and you get more lazy you know because you're inside more that your body you know really tenses up uh loses its muscle tone and you want to be able to move your body. You want to be able to still feel good, right? So I, this time of year, really focus on yoga, Pilates, but definitely yoga. And sometimes it's only like a 15-minute vinyasa class on YouTube, you know. But yin, yin is my favorite type of yoga, yin and restorative, because yin is like a deep tissue massage, man. You go into some poses and you hold them for like a while and you're pushing yourself out of that mindset of like oh my god this is like really not hurting but oh my god this is really stretching me out oh my god I really gotta push through this and you sort of fall out of your mind into the moment because yin is forcing you to slow down it's forcing you to be with yourself and to quiet the thoughts so not only are you really stretching out the body and taking care of your temple you're also quieting the mind. It's it's a mindful form of meditative movement, if you will. 
So if you are suffering with depression, you know, sad, you know, seasonal depression, I would definitely recommend yin yoga. It can be very emotional sometimes when you tap into that place because yoga is a practice that's not just for the physical body, but the energetic body as well. Because when you link the movements with the breath, you're allowing in chi to come in and flush out your chakras, you know, because certain poses correlate with certain chakras. So the more you move, the more you breathe, the more balanced you will feel, the more uplifted you will feel. But it's not unlikely to have like emotional breakdowns during yoga. I can't tell you how many times I've been in child's pose and I have just sobbed from whatever I was feeling. And it really is a healing practice. Yoga is a beautiful practice. If you want some yoga references, YouTube, 1 million percent. If I can't afford to go to a class, I always do yoga on YouTube. So definitely check that out. And, you know, creating something every day or doing something creative for yourself each day is also very important. You know, not everybody is artistic or into the arts in that way, but everyone has a passion. Everybody has a hobby. Everybody likes something. You know, what do you like? What makes you feel happy and free and curious? You know, what makes you feel expressive? Perhaps it's watching football, or perhaps it's drawing, or yoga, or photography. Perhaps it's meditation. Whatever it is, do it. You know, creating is not just painting or making music. It, it's it's self-expression. And when we create, we really allow the lower chakras to open up because it brings us into the present, which also allows us to channel more divine guidance from source and when we create and we express it's very healing and transformative so during the darker months we have to make our own light you know what I mean and that brings me to living with purpose you know when you're depressed you don't feel like you have purpose you feel very helpless hopeless sad nowhere else to go almost like you just are at this place where you're just stuck And, you know, we all go through it. It's inevitable to avoid those bumps in the road. But doing these things, living with purpose, and what I mean by living with purpose is when you create and you're doing something that really makes you feel alive and curious, that's purpose. You know, something you're passionate about, that's purpose. And as long as you can keep that passionate fire stoked and burning at least somewhat, it will help you. It will help push you forward. It will help motivate you. And ultimately, self-care is the most important thing you can do for yourself when you are dealing with depression and anxiety and, and being, you know, affected by the change in seasons and boundaries. I, I did a whole episode on boundaries. Definitely go check that out. That was episode two, I believe. Maybe episode one. I should probably know this, but yeah, so boundaries are very important because that is an ultimate form of self-care, and this time of year, especially for me, I don't text as much, I don't hang out with people as much, I don't socialize as much, Uh, sometimes I don't text people back, sometimes I don't message people back, and it's mostly like my friends and and close relatives, and not because I don't love them or I don't want to talk to them, it's just because 
it takes so much energy for me to even get out of bed some days. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. And yet there's this expectation that we have to be on our phones all the time, socializing all the time, going out all the time. And if we, you know, decide we wake up one day and we don't want to go to breakfast with our friends, we'd rather sleep in for an extra couple hours. We feel guilty for doing that. We do. We feel guilty for honoring ourselves and having those boundaries. And I've come to learn that true friends just can pick up where you left off. You know, family members will understand, you know, people who love you and genuinely care for you and support you and just want you to be happy will understand and will hold space for you and not be angry with you. You know, this is a dark time for a lot of people. And sometimes that means spending time alone. Sometimes that means canceling plans or changing plans or rescheduling appointments. And those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. And it's really true. You have to honor yourself during this time because no one else is going to honor you for you. You know what I mean? So, I mean, just in that one question, I basically had a whole episode. So I definitely will try to make more episodes about mental health if you guys are interested. Because, again, this is something that needs to be discussed. This is something that needs to be brought to the forefront. People can't be afraid to talk about mental health anymore. It's time that we be our authentic selves and lovingly compassionately express who we are and how we feel and extend that to others so if you have any questions and you want to connect with me go to scorpioandsage.com you can find out all my info you can follow me at scorpio and sage on instagram as well and i'm just very grateful and thankful to be here making this podcast today and i believe that 2019 I know that 2019 is is better. It's going to be better. It's getting better. We are bringing in so much abundance, so much happiness, and it really, we can only go up from here. So if you're in a tough spot, if you're in a dark place, I, I understand, and I'm there for you, and I'm holding space for you. Namaste, my beautiful friends, and I'll talk to you very soon.